Welcome back. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> ha. Guffaw. Welcome back, everyone, to this podcast, to that podcast, to the podcast. Mm-hmm. It is us. It is she. It is her. It is him. It is them. It is they. It is all of the above. I'm the one. I'm the only. Elsa Majimbo. Mm-hmm. And I am Miss Tina's Wide Tooth Comb. And this is The Read. Thank you so much for coming back. Oh, girls. Girls <laughs> live. Are we doing a check-in? How was your week? <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, let me not get ahead of myself. <clears throat> Go ahead. Let's proceed. start the show with some black excellence. Let's do that. Let's do that. Why don't you take it away? Because we have the same person. Yes, Hydea Broadbent, the incredible HIV/AIDS activist who uh, we both first learned of when she was on um, Oprah. Yeah. Way back in the day, like back in the 90s. And I know she had done a, um, a special on Nickelodeon with Magic Johnson before then. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was just this little girl, this perfect, beautiful child who was so brave to talk about having HIV and really destroyed a lot of the stigma around it. So she had been doing that already anyway. But I think being on Oprah is what really... or something? Yeah, shot her into stardom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I know she was adopted when she was born. Um, She had been born with HIV, wasn't diagnosed until she was three years old. And um, honestly, without Hydea Broadbent, I don't know that I would have been exposed to what HIV meant at such a young age because I did. I grew up I grew up in a very sheltered home. Mm-hmm. I was not allowed a lot of access to like the world in that sort of way. I was allowed to watch Oprah, though. And so, yeah, um, that destroyed for me a lot of what would have been the stigma once I did finally learn about HIV in school and stuff like that. Um mm-hmm. Just from seeing this young, beautiful black girl talk about it. And so the news of her death this past week was shocking and just so sad. I just feel like, you know, somebody who was really doing some good in this world, who really came and made her mark and and had such a positive impact on countless numbers of people. I definitely wanted to to take some time and acknowledge her and um, her beautiful self. So rest well. Yeah. Rest well, Miss Idea. She was a very, 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 very powerful activist Mm -hmm. um, in the movement from early on, as you said. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And to know from the beginning of, uh, or at least, you know, from the start of her telling this story and me um, picking up that story uh, on her appearance on Oprah in 96. You know, she told wow, yeah. the story of how I believe doctors said she wouldn't live past five or something. Mm. Yeah, because back then there really wasn't the prognosis was not good. Yeah. Um, and she was 39 years old when she passed away a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just was incredibly just brave and really ate the girls up when she spoke. 
whether emotional or matter of fact or smiling or whatever, it was very much just like, uh, we're going to break these stigmas down, girl, and you motherfuckers are going to have to catch up and get with the times and do yeah. better because we're normal human beings just like everybody the fuck else. Mm-hmm. Um, Shame took a child to get some people to... Yep, does. Does. This is you know. fucking shame. <laughs> but um, I also wanted to honor Hadia mm-hmm. uh, on the episode today because she did great work and made a lot of difference. So mm-hmm. she did. Shout Amen. to you, Miss Thing. Yes. Rest in peace. Um. Okay. So. <clears throat> On the matter of hot topics, uh, I believe we have the hottest topic of all. Mm-hmm. I believe that same thing. I think that might be the hot topic that we have. Uh, we'll just call this one hot top pure, which still works if you get catch my drift. Okay, amen. I'm gonna tell. Do you know? Anyways, some will. Yeah. All right. So. Nearly a week ago, maybe? Yeah, it was a week ago today, actually, for me. I don't know about you. It was the same day. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't sure. (laughs) I got a call. was contacted by Alexandra Rago. She said, hey, girl. Um, She didn't say hey, girl. She She absolutely did not. (laughs) She fully did not. She contacted the doll and she said, um, so just been doing some, some discussions, some general talking, um, had a quick conversation with the one and the only Miss Yvette, uh, Beyonce's publicist, the mm-hmm. one and only Yvette. No, that's sure. right. I already know this. Like, I'm familiar. Like, come on. I'm, Obviously. we, right. So when she's like, oh, I had a conversation with Beyonce's publicist Yvette, I was like, for what? Did she want to say congratulations on being a mom? Were you like, did she have the wrong number? What, what do you, what? Anyway. The girlies know that Miss um, Beyonce and her mother have a new hair care line brand label house um, called Sacred. And Alex is like, hey, yeah, they, at first, I don't even remember what she said. I think, did she even tell me it was for Sacred at first? I don't remember. She was just like, hey, girl. And let me say that. To preface like this entire experience, blur, a oh, gorgeous, yeah. beautiful, chrome-colored blur mm-hmm. that I think I will probably spend the next few weeks piecing back together mm-hmm. joyfully. I agree. I agree. I agree. But she was basically like, "Hey, you know, Beyonce's doing hair, hun," and um, spoke to the doll. She was like, "Hey." Are, are Crystal and Katie Fury available to do things? 
I was like, I'm available to do things. <laughs> I'm capable of thing doing. So, huh? You got to help me pick up the slack because, girl, next <laughs> thing I know, you're telling like, your story. <laughs> you're telling your story. <laughs> next thing I know, she is like, Crystal's gassed up, meaning the jet is on the runway. <laughs> There's gas in the aircraft. Okay, that it didn't happen quite like that. <laughs> so you're already in LA. So I'm yeah. sure the conversation Alex had with you was less complicated. But when she called me, she was said the same thing. She had been speaking to Miss Yvette and they wanted me to come out to do some stuff, us to do some stuff for Sacred, the launch yeah. on Tuesday. And they wanted us to come in the day before, go to the salon, have our hair done with all the products, get the chance to experience the whole line, all that. Yes. And so I was like, Alex, you got me fucked up. Like, (laughs) you cannot call me on a Friday and be like, come to L.A. on Monday to shoot something on Tuesday. Like, girl, I have clients. Maybe a couple of years ago. (laughs) I have school. Like, I, I have too many responsibilities for this. But at the same time, it's Beyonce, number one. It's Beyonce's brand, obviously. Number two, I was going to buy Sacred anyway. Let us put... Let's make sure everybody knows a that. nice little pin right <laughs> directly in that statement. We're going to come back to that. Let's put that right, right there. We're going to come back to that. But I was going to buy it anyway. So it was like, okay, Monday's a holiday. Tuesday, I don't have class. Wednesday, though, I do have class. Right. And not only do I have class... I have a presentation that I have to do on a client. It's worth 20% of my grade. I cannot miss it. I will fail the class and therefore not graduate if I don't get back in time for this class on Wednesday the end. And that And these right. are the real so, so the, Right. So I'm like, since it's Beyonce, I will reschedule the clients I had scheduled for Tuesday or whatever. Like, I, I will reschedule things for Wednesday, but I have to be back in New York by Wednesday afternoon. Fine. Yeah. So I agree. Let's go. We finna do this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everything's all together. Yeah. Um, they did tell us at one point, maybe the next day or something, Alex is like, you know, so like the launch is Tuesday. And then the other thing, we the one rule is mm-hmm. white. You must have all white for yes. this launch party. Mm-hmm. I will say, even as a Black American person over the age of 30, I did not have all white. Same. On I did not. I did not. <laughs> um, I know niggas love white parties, and so this really should be a given. Um, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It it truly yeah. was. And I barely had white shoes. Um, and I called you, and I was like, hey, girl. What's tea? And you were like, get off of my phone. Everything is the worst. Where the fuck are we finding a wife? <laughs> That's basically what happened. I I mean, I said the same thing. As soon as Alex was like, oh, the only issue is the dress code is all white. I was like, okay, girl, tell them I can't make it because I literally don't have anything. And, you know, best of luck to Kid Fury. I hope he has so much fun at the party or whatever. Like, I, I hope he loves the products. <laughs> oh, well, that's a shame. You really should have, but... 
Honestly, I was a little relieved because I was frightened at no, the thought. A tiny bit too. A t- I was a little relieved when I, I was, was like, so oh, thank scared. God. I don't have no white. Yes, because I was so scared. So Alex was like, let me hit them back, see if there's any wiggle room since, you know, we just found out about this party and everything. So then she called me back later that night and was like, um, so there is no wiggle room. Um, the dress code definitely is all white and you do Deal have to do that. Yes. However, they are willing to book a stylist for you. So just send over your sizes. The stylist will pull some stuff and bring it to your hotel You're willing room. willing to book a stylist. Yep. Okay. And that's when I said, something is the fuck up. Because what do you mean? Like, it's one thing to get invited to the party. It's one thing for them to fly me out, pay for my hotel and everything else. It's quite another for me to be like, oh, I can't make it anyway. Sorry, I can't fit your dress code. And then be like, okay, we will make you fit the dress code. At that point, that's when I started saying, why... Why are why are y'all being this nice to me? Like why? <laughs> I just figured they're why nice. Why are y'all trying to make this happen for me? No, no, that's too much. That's it's actually too much. I was like that at that point. I knew I had a suspicion that something else was going on. And Alex had said, you know, Beyonce may be there because it's her hair care line, but there are no guarantees. And we know this. We've been invited to stuff from Beyonce's publicist before, and it does not mean you will meet Beyonce. I it does not mean that. Friends. So. I, As you I, said, <laughs> for me, it was, I'm going to get to experience products I was going to purchase anyway. I definitely was. Yep. And I get was. to do it through the company of my favorite artist. That's yes. cool. The, like, the end, why the fuck would it be more than that? We're two mm-hmm. ghetto gay niggas from wherever the fuck. Of course Continue. we want to see Beyonce. Of course we do. So, um... So that's when I had an inclination that something was a little off because that just seemed to me like y'all are being just a little bit too generous, a little bit too kind about this. Um, I'm but about the Trevor Noah story and how he's like, oh, I need my hair done. And randomly, oh, go I'm ahead like, and tell it. Trevor Noah already told that story about how he was oh, like, oh, oh, right, right, right. No, I'm okay. using that as an example of like, like, oh, they're kind. Oh, so I, was, yes. I was just like, they're nice. Like they wanted you to be able to make it. So, like, let's just find her some, you know, let's get a start. I just thought it was just yeah. them. No, not me. I immediately was suspicious. <laughs> right, <laughs> because Alex said they also had a salon here in New York. So, it's like, why can't you just go to the salon oh, in New York and try everything? And they were like, she really should come to L.A. So <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so, but still, I wasn't. First of all, Miss Tina was not even on my fucking radar. No shade. Love her. Not Two one pieces. Of but did not anticipate meeting either one of them. Just thought, you know, the Reed has obviously been very huge supporters of Beyonce for a really long time. So, yeah, you know, why not have them come out and be a part of this party? So since they were willing to make it work in order for me to be there, I was like, OK, I'm going to go. And so first thing Monday morning, I hopped on the flight to L.A. Monday that evening, night, <laughs> evening into the night. What a time. Mind you. I, I'm surprised that I even had bowel movements that weekend. Okay. Like, because okay. the intense stress mm-hmm. and, oh, like, yes. I was anxiety. just like, girl, because I don't really get nervous. I don't really mm-hmm. get starstruck. Yeah, um, at most, I will see someone I really like and be like, oh, they're such and such. How cool. 
Mm-hmm. And I might Me like too. go home, text you or Candace or something and be like, guess what? I saw her. Shabu. Yeah. Um, and that'll be it. This was like, don't you dare bring your ashy need. <laughs> don't do this. Over to this lady's new product and ruin anything. Mm, this is the I time I have shown up for little things. I've done little what's he call it for stuff I love, brands I'm a fan of, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, hey, they asked me to come. I'm just gonna be myself, and that's gonna be you know enough probably, unless I'm super super depressed and my anxiety is telling me I'm the worst. But this mm-hmm. case was just like, girl, don't play with this. Don't play with this. Yeah. So I was dying anyway. We pull up. Yes, we get to the to the sacred studios. <laughs> super incognito. Mm-hmm. Just like most not of LA, that far from where I'm at, mm-hmm. um, because when Candace was like, "Oh, it's just like a couple minutes away from here," I was like, "Thank you," because I probably would have been in knots this whole car ride. <laughs> like, I just whatever. Lord. We pull up to this place. We walk into what is essentially, I guess, a hair lab. Like, I'll, I will, it is, it's, like, part office, part, mm-hmm. like, kitchen, part salon, part studio? Yeah, it's a, it's a big space that they have repurposed to make work for their brand. It's cubicles and stuff for office work. There's rooms in the back that you can use for dressing rooms, stuff like that. And then there's a space where you can set up, you know, essentially whatever you want. And they had kind of created this beautiful salon slash studio space so it was just really gorgeous and immediately as soon as i got there you had actually beat me there which i don't know that may be the first time that has ever happened but i um (laughs) went back into into um makeup and just you know we had they had told us so here's the thing beyonce's people they don't give details you either come in or you not but you're not going to get much more than that all i knew was they want us to try the products and say how we feel like that was it that's all they said they didn't say anything besides like we're gonna try the products out and then you know Mm -hmm. just just say how you honestly feel about it also it was very be yourselves just we want you to be yourselves which i've heard before and that was usually even when we got here right (laughs) Because I'm like, okay, I can do that. But this time it was like, you want me to be myself for Miss Tina and Beyonce's company? I don't know if you you you, you process what you just asked. Myself is kind of a mess. Like, are you it's sure trash. what you want? It's trash. <laughs> it's so, trash. You want to sell trash? Because I don't think you want to sell trash. <laughs> um. So one thing they did say when we pulled up, though, was that we were going to have a scalp analysis done. They did. Oh, and I was immediately frightened. I said, not me and my horrible mental health. Please don't analyze my scalp. (laughs) They're like, so our beautiful, magnificent, intelligent uh, Dr. Carrie, who works with Mm -hmm. the brand, and is a trichologist, I think was Mm -hmm. the term. Which is like a scalp doctor. A scalp doctor. Said, girl, I never I heard of too. that. Tricolorist. Do that mean three colors? Right. That's, that's what, what I mean. thought she said at first, but that I was wrong. I'm that's not. not what that means. Yep. That's not. Um, what that 
But the wonderful Dr. Carey was like, you know, we're going to do a scalp analysis, which basically means they take a trichoscope. That's not the word either. But this little, like, <laughs> Bluetooth microscope flashlight that they put in your scalp to, mm-hmm. like, analyze it, see what you're working with, the health yeah. of everything, your follicles, your sebum, um, <laughs> or lack thereof, and yeah. then use that to like say hey this product that product here's what you would, would work and here's what you should focus on and all of that other stuff so getting to no- two parts good bad for me okay the good is i've been on this like hair random hair journey of my own for the past year or something not knowing what the fuck i've been doing a scalp analysis could be a great um like beginning to me figuring out how to properly care for my hair. Mm-hmm. Bad. They finna put a microscope to my scalp and then yep. show with all these cameras, all running. of us, <laughs> what's going on in there. And I figured it might have been somewhere between Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame, like either the Battle of Wakanda. Or mm. just, like, on your right, multiple multiverse portals opening up and then just crowds yes. of insects. Yeah. Crowds of insects in my scalp. Um, that's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so Same. more more, more fear and more pressure leading up to the actual recording. Yeah, the scalp analysis scared me. And I told Dr. Carey before we started... Um, I am concerned that you will cut your little microscope on and you will see that I have scalp rot because I don't take very good care of my hair. And um, my hair, thankfully, has always been pretty easy to manage. So, like, my hair doesn't, it don't ask a lot out of me, which is great because I don't usually have a lot to give. So <laughs> There it is and there it is. <laughs> I just knew she it's was going to cut that machine on and look at my scalp and be like, damn, bitch, you live like this. I just day after day, <laughs> feels like I push against the Like, I really yes. expected to hear the I did too. music. And I told, I told Alex, like, I don't know. It's been like a week since I've washed my hair. It's wash day. Like, my hair might be really nasty. And she came back a few couple hours later and was like, oh, the sacred team loves that. They yeah, said, that's they, what they, they, want. they said, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> they said, bring your nastiest scalp. Yeah, they're, they're hoping for all of it. Scars, pus, animals. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. So, extremely surprising for me was when she cut the microscope on and was like oh bitch your follicles are f- follicling all over the place like, all this is over beautiful. the damn place you had doing, three, you got you got three strands in that bitch per thing yes i didn't realize the follicles are like when you turn the microscope on they look like little craters in your scalp like craters on the moon mm-hmm. those are follicles not the actual strands of hair that's yeah, what that, I have been calling follicle, follicles all my life. I did not know that. She was like, no, the strands are called strands. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> the follicle is from whence they grow. <laughs> she did say that. I, I just want y'all to know, I got dragged a few times. In her defense, I don't know how in the building. <laughs> It was incredible. <laughs> no, Dr. Carey was so nice, but yeah, she was a little, she almost seemed a little disappointed. Like, you know, you set me up. You said you were depressed and all this. I thought your scalp was going to be way worse than this. Yeah, we're trying to show what these products can do. Your hair is fine. (laughs) Your scalp is healthy. (laughs) 
what the fuck is your problem? Get but out. then they did, same, they did the same thing to you. And I was like, I mean, yeah, we see your sebum, but this is great. But girl, before they even got to me, I don't know how this even worked. Because I, I promise you, I'm sitting there, you're in the actual chair, and they started with your scalp first, which I felt like was a little misogynist. Like, why show your scalp? Like, I... Why not show my girl scout first? Like, why put the woman in that position before? Anyways, I was just okay. like, sure. you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, we get to kiki with my friend about our girl scalps and then, you know, use Beyonce <laughs> products. How fun. Yep. And yep. the next thing I know, Dr. Carey's like, okay, your scalp looks great. I'm just going to bring in another specialist really quickly. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> to, yep. to, you know, give their opinion. And in my head, I was like, why would you need another specialist, girl? You sound... Ain't you a doctor? But like, that, sound, that sounded right. It sounded right to me because I'm like, yeah, she probably like. Mm, I don't want to say it out loud. She said, "This bitch's scalp is actually." Let me call in somebody else. This is real bad. I don't want to be the one to say. Like, right. I guess. So in my head, I was gonna be like, "Why another person?" I thought that that felt pretty solid, but I, I don't know like, anything yeah, about. No, I understand. Fires. I'm pretty raggedy, so okay. Bring in your additional specialist. And then out pumps the one and, and only. You mean pumps. Miss, oh, yes, fully in her Gucci, her leather Gucci jumpsuit. Maybe not Gucci, something expensive. She looked incredible. Miss Tina Knowles in her signature lipstick, her beautiful hair, just looking so gorgeous, so glamorous. And she's just walking out like, hey, y'all. And. I didn't see her with. walk out. I didn't see her walk out. I promise <laughs> you. I swear to God. When I looked up and she was behind you. All- <laughs> it was, it okay, was like I a saw her. It was like a I saw her walking. Picture. I did not see none of that. <laughs> I saw her walking in between all the camera people. Yeah. And you, all that, yeah. So. I'm sure you had like a better view because I was a little yeah, bit Yeah, I had a different view. But you I did not see literally her screamed. I screamed. Not only did I scream, I screamed the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> I basically passed. You did. <laughs> but I she was thought it was hilarious. Shaken. Like I didn't even know that those emotions and feelings were in mm-hmm. were in my body and I were capable of them. I was yeah. gagged, like gagged. I was shaking. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, don't move! She might see you, and then you're gonna ruin her day. Just stay still. She <laughs> oh my won't god, notice nice. you, and then you won't like absolutely." like throw her her day and her energy off course i was just like holy fuck mm-hmm. and i explained it because yeah. there was a moment where we were in a dressing room and they wouldn't let us come out and yeah. they were like they oh were filming something yeah which they were so i just believe they were filming <laughs> some other thing right but really Girl. they wouldn't let us out of the dressing room because miss tina had arrived and they were setting up the surprise for us girl Girl, you screamed. I I, I said screamed. I remember I saying, screamed. "Well, this literally isn't happening." Shout out to my imagination for completely fabricating your presence. I know you're not really here, um, and so this just isn't a part of my reality. But it's fun anyway. I screamed. Like what? I'm actually like afraid. 
of that footage coming out because it's probably humiliating. But in a fun way. Mm, yeah, not humiliating. It's just, I think it's more than anything else, it's relatable because I think a lot of other people would have done the exact same thing. The Miss Tina, the mm-hmm. entrepreneur, the yeah. fashion stylist, the hair stylist, the, the diva, like, mm-hmm. and then for... The and, iconic and, womb. And, and mother of the girls. Right. Her grandmother of the girls. Her, like girl so and uh, and and for her and the the beauty that leather jump oh my god yeah no she really looked incredible and she just came in and immediately you could tell that miss tina is fully hands-on with sacred like this is her baby she knew them products inside and out and she sat there and walked through every damn product in the line with us what it does, the benefits, why you need it. Like, she literally sat there and went through the whole thing with us. And I'm just sitting there in the chair like, this cannot be real life. Like, Miss Tina cannot really be in front of me. But we have to she keep talking. Your hair, I'm like, my hair. Yes, she did. She told me I had beautiful hair. And she, I'm like, y'all cannot really expect me to sit here and have a regular conversation with this lady. Like, she's not right in front of us. But, so here's the thing. She came in. She did the whole product breakdown with us and Dr. Carey. And then she, like exited again so i'm like oh thank god that part is over me now too just chill out yes. <laughs> i was like wow you got us guys that was awesome Woo. i was so mad i said alex you knew <laughs> and she's sitting over there like yeah i knew <laughs> Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
but it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So after Miss Tina came in and ran through all the processes, I was like, okay, <laughs> I can chill out now. Like, that was incredible. I know that's going to make the the final cut, but great. Yeah. Oh, no, bitch. So they're doing, I mean, and they are, they are giving me the full treatment. I'm getting the clarifying shampoo, the deep conditioner. They putting me up under the dryer. The, I don't even know. They explained it. Miss Tina explained what happens. They open your fucking something on your strands girl so the product can well, get she, deeper I don't even know well, one thing I remember her mentioning about this stuff is um how like she described like if you look close up at hair strands how they have those like grooves in them all throughout it like if you look super super close up on a ma- like a hair mm-hmm. on an actual strand of hair it has like all of these like almost cuts in it all the way down and she was basically saying how like something to the effect of how it keeps that stuff like healthy or whatever, because you don't want it to, like, I guess, spread out too much. And that's how you start to get st- your hair breaking. She, like, literally broke down from, like, a scientific perspective yep, yeah. of how the hair, the the products treat your actual strands of hair and your scalp, how to use what and why, um, when to use it. She's like, see, it was your hair. You probably mm-hmm. do this with, use this just about once a month and then do this. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm gagging because this is happening to me. Yeah. But I'm not gagging that this person has this well of knowledge because she had a salon from the time right. that the biggest so of she knows. performing artist was a child like this is in their blood that's one of the things i do remember mm-hmm. saying to her was like i was prepared to you know willfully buy and try these products not super concerned because i'm like miss tina was there that's her thing right yeah. like i'm not expecting her to put her name especially at this point behind some stuff that they haven't like ran through the what's it the gamut Damn it. Yeah, no, they had been, I mean, they had been testing this for years. So I think we yeah. all knew that these products have been in development for a long time. And yes, that's the thing, Miss Tina. Uh, so a lot of it went over my head because hair care is not really my thing. Like I said, my hair lets me get away with a lot of abuse and neglect. But also I was in the presence of Miss fucking Tina. So I, there's just a lot I don't recall. There's just a lot I don't remember because my brain was not in a remembering type of space. Um, but she definitely did go through all that and broke down like why these things do what they do. And I remember specifically with the rice water, the rice water and rose um, mixture that you put into the the your ritual the shaker. sacred shaker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember her specifically asking me now, have you ever used rice water on your hair and saying, oh, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am, I sure have. Like, um, but it takes so long to make and it doesn't last for very long. She was like, and it stinks. And I was like, facts, it do. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, that's why we, you know, created this powder. So it's like the essence of the rice water or whatever. I don't know the science words, but we also we added some rice rose scent. It's like a rose Yes. Protein powder so you like you add 24 ounces of water to your giant container and then you 
add your rice water, rice protein magic and shake it up and, you know, pour it all over your head. And you were talking about how that reminded you of your granny. I think your Jamaican grandma. Yeah, well, I would go home to Jamaica um, in the summer sometimes or whatever. And sometimes due to, uh, you know, being it being Jamaica, uh, mm-hmm. And certain, we sometimes we just have to barrel bear, or we'd have to, you know, bear that side, or whatever. I don't even remember because sometimes the water would shut off or re- whatever. The point was, yeah. I never minded yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I always thought that it was kind of fun, and there was something like very like relaxing about it. Um, and I was super super young, but yeah, I remember like in moments like that, my grandma or my aunt, they would like get all the water and it was just pour it over my head or pour it over mm-hmm. my shoulders and just like ah i don't know <laughs> it was just it was yeah. like my first spa <laughs> like it was just something but heard Absolutely. like describing that because the the shaking vessel has a nozzle uh Mm-hmm. like a nozzle cap that you could put on it and they were saying how yeah. like if you have like braids or certain uh like styled hair it's good to just get in there if you need to um but Mistina was saying you know i like to just pour it over my head and i was like me too Miss Tina. i also <laughs> like that because my grandma and my auntie and my life <laughs> same same i was doing the same shit <laughs> oh my gosh it was such her. a gag this whole experience reminds me of being at my auntie's salon growing up. And mm-hmm. like, that was the only place outside of my mama's house. <laughs> that yeah. was the only place I ever got my hair done, like my whole life. Yeah. So the whole experience, her talking to us, she, Miss Tina reminds me so much of my 80s. It was insane. It was like part so of the job. reason I was able to sit there and have so much conversation with her is because it felt like talking to somebody I already knew. It felt like talking to family. And it also felt like we kept pointing out random stuff and they would be like, oh yeah, this is this. Like when you were like, oh, the package is so beautiful. It looks like statues. And they, and Miss Tina was like, that is exactly the inspiration. Like B was looking at this and doing that. And, I decided to bring in all these elements of, and I was like, I oh my God, not my Creole third eye, right? <laughs> oh, oh, get me out of here. So, so we, we had all this incredible, like, time spent with she, Miss like, learning about the products. your hair. Because they did, did. the, there's she the did. clarifying shampoo, which is mm-hmm. the one that, ha- I think the clarifying shampoo is the one with the tea tree. In it, so it's got almost like a minty. Yes, like, and I uh, asked her, "Was it menthol?" Oh, yeah, I asked her, "Was it menthol?" <laughs> and she was like, "You little ghetto bitch." Like, girl, <laughs> she said, "Bitch, not menthol." <laughs> that like cool shit on your scalp, yeah, and then yeah, afterwards, yeah. I think is the hydrating shampoo. So like, they did all of that, and then Miss yeah, Tina did back both. out. You're right. But Miss Tina came back out, like, when they were rinsing your hair. Yeah, after I had done the deep conditioner and I had mm-hmm. sat under the dryer and Dr. Carey had rinsed me and Miss Tina was like, I'm going to just go back in and rinse her again. <laughs> and then it was like, and I'm going to give you a cold rinse, too. And I was like, literally, however you feel, however the spirit moves you. And I asked her, you know, what is the point of this? And she said something. I don't remember what it was, but. Like, Miss Tina can do whatever she wants to to my hair. It was insane to me that Miss Tina was washing my fucking hair. Like, and she I really kept wanted caught to up in man. that. <laughs> she wanted, like she wanted to do, like, a full blowout. But mm. 
from the beginning, not the beginning, but at some point, I don't know, we were just standing there talking about something. And she was like, do you mind if I trim your hair? And I said, you can literally shave me bald. You can do every whatever you want to square inch to me in this scalp. It's up to you. Like I fully, you want I fully trust you. So she, um, after she had fully rinsed out my hair, she was like, "Yeah, somebody find me a blow dryer because I'm finna trim this." And she did your like, hair, not because it was like, like I remember her saying that like your hair, um, like straighter would. No, she did not say that. I remember her she saying that, like, that process would kind of give you a better idea of, like, the shininess uh, that the product might be Oh, yeah, she's big on the shininess. She, she is big on the shininess, and the bounce, yes. Both of mm-hmm. which were present uh, when all was said and done. But, yeah, she was also saying she wanted to trim it um, and, like, mm-hmm. the difference between trimming your hair um, when it's straight versus natural and how to, you know, make it most even. Like, she was literally just, like, in the salon. That lady was yes. not there really selling products. She hit all Absolutely of the marks not. and knew <laughs> what she, she was, was there talking to, about. To dress hair, yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she yeah. fully got me to understand what each thing did, as well as Dr. Carey, right? But it was just gorgeous to see her. Like, she loves hair. Like she, mm-hmm. she really, really loves passionate about it. Hair. She wants. She asked. She offered to wrap your hair for you, she, but they didn't right. have a car for something. Mm-hmm. And then, and we were having the conversation. It had been raining in LA, so it was like your hair is gonna revert. Ain't nobody. She was like, I don't want to put too much heat on it because you're gonna go right back to natural. So I don't want to cause heat damage. You right. know, I don't want to do all that. You're not gonna wear it straight. So. Let's just not even do all that. But yeah, she fully offered to wrap my hair for me. But, you know, we decided to not go in that direction since I wasn't going to keep it straight. But I just had so many moments sitting in the chair with my I mean, she that's the thing. Like she didn't ask somebody else to do these things. She did all everything she wanted to do. She did herself. At most, she's asked someone to find her the thing she needed. Find her. A blow dryer with a comb attachment. Find her I was a flat iron and put it on the lowest setting. Like she, it was Rags. incredible. I kept having these moments of looking up in the mirror and it's like, Miss Tina is trimming my fucking you hair right now. Same. I had moments <laughs> looking over to the left in between. They're not even filming, like in between yeah. takes and stuff. And I'm looking mm-hmm. over and my homegirl is getting her hair done by Miss Tina. Yeah. Talking about Oklahoma, talking about Texas. Like yeah. y'all over there in a moment. Like one of the, my favorite, 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 favorite moments of that night was literally everybody, the camera, cr- audio, everyone is like, in between setting up, I guess, the next take or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm looking over and y'all just chit-chatting. Nobody, it's just yeah. the two of y'all mm-hmm. in a salon type thing. Yep. She was just so organic and kind and regal and gorgeous and mm-hmm. and and smart and funny and she mm-hmm. will f- told us little stories about like yeah i told solange to do her hair like this and she was like no and i'm just like oh my god yes real. she kept telling it's all these little real. anecdotes yep. it was god. so cute ah! <laughs> <laughs> internally, oh internally having yes. a fucking meltdown I, externally trying to act like a professional bitch Trying. And I said professional bitch when she did my hair when it was straight. I said, oh, it's giving professional bitch. And I didn't mean to cuss around her. Mm. And so I apologized. And she was like, no, be yourself. 
mouth. And I was like, Amen. Amen. And I think I was it like, was incredible. It was so dope. Oh my I, God. I actually really enjoyed myself. I enjoyed the products. Mm-hmm. I love the way that they look. I love the way that they smell. We learned what oud is, temple oud. Oh, yeah. We don't have it's to like the signature that. fragrance. Yeah, because both of us embarrassed. They all, <laughs> but they all they smell so about. good. They smell clean. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like, when it's, as far as, like, hair care and skincare stuff, I don't care for, like, heavy fragrance or too much fragrance. Mm-hmm. Um, And this stuff, it doesn't smell strong. It just smells like clean Pretty. and money. Yep. And clean. Yep. Um, but they also, I was just like, I guess I'll be here and be gay and tell Beyonce jokes, whatever, because I cut my hair back down. So I don't know how much they're going to do for me. I got mm-hmm. deep conditioned and placed under the, the the hair dryer as well. And when I was yes. underneath that dryer, bitch, I was like, I have to call my mom and apologize. <laughs> oh, yeah. You did say that. <laughs> for all the times that I was... In the salon with her as a kid because she mm-hmm. didn't have anywhere else to drop me off. Yeah. And was like, I want to go home after however long. I'm like, this is the most calming. Mm-hmm. Even if Miss Tina, mother of dragons, weren't here. Yeah, it was so nice. so relaxing. How dare yes. I, if my sticky seven-year-old, whatever the fuck, however old I was as, be like, I or whatever the fuck I'm mad about. Shut <laughs> up. Do you know how hard this lady works? Let her have some temple oud in that scalp and some time under the heat. Huh. Yeah. Um, so did they did they do the reconstructing mask and the deep conditioner on you? I think they you did. Know? I definitely got two. Because I got the... You went the, under the dryer twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then you did both. Yeah. Uh, my curls. Baby. <laughs> My mother, since no I was sense. little, has always been like, you know, when your hair gets to a certain length, it kind of curls a little bit, and it reminds her of her dad. Because he had curly hair. So she always, like, said little things about, like, my hair when it started to look curly because it reminded her, her of her father. And I always just, like, something about that just always, uh, I held close to me, even though I never really grew my hair out, because it just made my mom happy. And it was just like mm-hmm. a natural thing about me that made my mom happy, I guess. So I really yeah. always like that. So the fact that like this whole process and my personal, I think what's going to be my crack and I'm going to try and like keep it cute, that lotion. The moisture sealing lotion. Immediately, as soon as you heard it, you were like, that's the one for me. There she's she is. Girlfriend. And yep. she's there. Bring yep. her clothes. <laughs> You did act like that. You did. <laughs> and they kept saying to us throughout the whole process, like, you really don't need a lot with, and with yes, this stuff. Yes, they kept emphasizing dime-size amount, quarter-size amount, like, don't do, do, do too much. And they gave us, they gave us kind of like these things that people tend to get wrong with hair care. And one of them was using too much product. And I was like, oh, drag me, bitch, because I am right. so bad about that. I will squirt half a bottle worth of product into my palm. Where are you going? Like, what are we, why do we do that? <laughs> And this is too much. And that's why they was like, see, you got sebum all on your scalp. There's that sebum. <laughs> you, you got all that sebum. <laughs> <laughs> you got more sebum than hair, bitch. What are you doing, bitch? Right. <laughs> it's too much. Um, so, <clears throat> so anyway. Right. All, all that happened. Miss Tina is fucking trimming my hair. 
I'm losing my mind. Wait, no, what are you going to say? When what? When I found out that the hair oil. Oh, it was also a beard oil? Oh, no. And you grabbed Dr. Carey. (laughs) I did the most. I think that I could have behaved myself. <laughs> you absolutely, Dr. Carey was like, oh yeah, and this is also a beard oil. You were like, what? What? <laughs> so ridiculous. All in one? Yeah. yeah. I was so, I don't know why they invited us. I just knew, as soon as Miss Tina was like, oh, I want to do all this for your hair. Like, I want to, I want to trim it. I want to da-da-da. I really love your hair. I can help you with your hair. Because I was saying, I don't really know how to care for it because my hair is so easy for me to deal with. It don't ask for a lot. So I'm not good at taking like real care of it. I put a bonnet on, I braid it at night, put a bonnet on. And that's about it as far as hair care goes. So she kept, you know, just giving us all this hair care advice and telling me, you know, after she had it blow dried, she was like, "Mm, yeah, you see how your hair looks better natural because you can't see all this. And I was like, (laughs) you did say that. I remember that. (laughs) I do remember that. Oh, perfect. Read us. Drag me, Miss Tina. She was like, perfect mm, drag. Yeah, you see how you see how it doesn't <clears throat> look good straight. And that's because you haven't had a trim in seven years. And so, so let's- I'm gonna do this and you need to you need to keep doing this. You need to go every six to eight weeks, no more than three months without a trim. Because I was like, Do you wanna just cut it all off? And she was like, I'm not gonna do that to you. Right. <laughs> Not you don't need to cut it all off, but you insisted she save her your head about three times. At least three times. I'm like, just cut it all off, Miss Tina. I clearly don't know what I'm doing. I've wrecked my hair. And she was like, girl, no, just get it trimmed regularly, use the products. She, and and I was saying, okay, you telling me like you gonna be checking up on me, making sure I'm doing this right or whatever. Like she said, you being like, you know, hey, come back you in three LA, so we can do another. I'll do right? your hair like, for you. Excuse I me. I said, who's gonna who's gonna cut my hair in New York? And she was like, well, if you just ever if you ever need a trim, just call me. I'm like, you don't even know what you just did. You, you don't even why would know. You do that? Why would you say that to me? I'm gonna. Why would you? Do you think I won't fly out to L. A. every three months to get my hair trimmed by Miss Tina? Every I absolutely time the I fuck get will. My hair trimmed. Don't play with me. I'm gonna be thinking, why is it Miss Tina doing it? <sighs> yeah. So that was incredible. The whole night was amazing. Trying out the products, really, I knew for me, I was going to love that um, deep conditioner. And I remember asking. Is your deep conditioner your only conditioner? Like, where's the regular conditioner? They were like, no, we didn't. We decided to not even play like that. Like, <laughs> we we know what you hoes need. <laughs> and it's intense moisture. <laughs> you hoes need some intense moisture. Y'all need somebody to really get in them, them not follicles, in them strands. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, bitch, after my little procedure, you saw me. I would not stop touching my head. Oh, yeah, no, that reconstructing mask. And Dr. Carey was like, oh, look at her curls. Look at her curls. Yes. Look at her curls. I'm like, ah, bitch, look at me, bitch. <laughs> I was just like, I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. I love same. it when it's a thing where it's like, I was going to try this out anyway. And then I get to try it out being myself. You know what I mean? And I like mm-hmm. it. And I yeah, like and it. And I actually do like it. Thank God. And I had told Alex... Okay, what if I don't like the products though? That's going to be extremely uncomfortable for me they to be on camera. Like, mm, they didn't ask us to lie. <laughs> they didn't. They did not ask us to lie, but still, I was so relieved. Thank God, like I said, my hair doesn't ask for much, but also that I did end up really loving the products. And I don't know, they might be like, girl, why did you tell this story? But 
Um, I was going to have to wash my hair out anyway for the style the next day that I was going to wear to the white party. And I didn't bring any hair care products with me because I knew Sacred was going to be doing my hair. So it was like, if I go back to the hotel, I'm going to have to use like hotel shampoo and conditioner to wash my hair. Miss Tina was like, absolutely not. Like, no, no. send her home with some products right now. And the Sacred girls were like, okay, we feel you. However, we can't do that because <laughs> the line isn't out right now and we can't. We can't send anything branded out <laughs> the door with anybody. Miss <laughs> Tina was like, figure it out. <laughs> send the girl home with the hydrating shampoo, the deep conditioner, and the moisture sealing lotion. Like, figure it out. And so they went and found little TSA travel size bottles and printed out labels for me on their label maker and squirted the products into all three of them containers. <laughs> yes! They did. So that I could do my hair when I got back. And so I'll tell y'all this. When I got back to the hotel that night and I washed my hair with that hydrating shampoo, use the conditioner. Honestly, just after those two steps, I got out the shower and I was like, oh, this is a whole new head of hair. And I don't know. I don't know if the products are more responsible or the trim is more responsible. The fact that they happened at the same time, I'm like, I'm going to have to keep using the products to see which one is the one that had the biggest impact on me. But my hair immediately out of the shower was so soft. Curls was super defined, like doing their damn thing. And so then I understood why they said you only need a little bit because I scooped out like two fingertips full of that moisture sealing lotion and just started working it in my for me, I started the middle of my hair because for some reason, the center of my scalp, that hair is tends to be the driest. And I so I, I started the middle of my hair. Yeah. And then I just kind of distributed out from the middle going outwards. And my hair looked incredible. Incredible. I almost didn't want to go to bed. I kept looking at my shit like, eh, I am so beautiful. Like... I did feel like super getting full of myself by the next day because I yeah, would not stop holding my head. I was feeling myself, baby. It felt so good. So. And again, they were recording. So if footage of this comes out or where you might see listen, my reaction listen, to me touching my hair for might, the first time. You might see him pretending he has bundles. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> But no, same. I was just like, I'm so pleased with the fact that mm-hmm. I know I I feel like not only can I use these products for real from yeah. my face, I yes. like them and I feel like a little bit more prepared for how to take care of my hair moving forward. Yes. 10 out same. of 10, great experience. This could have been mm-hmm. like, this sands the, the dolls. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. This would have still perfect. been great. Yes. Even if it was just Dr. Carey, this would have been a perfect night, an incredible experience. I would have gotten my life. But the fact that Miss Tina came and we were shooting extremely late. Like, yeah, I didn't get home. Till it 10. was probably it was probably seven or eight o'clock when Miss Tina actually came on set and was like a part of this because we started so late because I was flying in that same day. So I could not believe that it's like fully dark outside. She could be doing anything in the world. She's Miss Tina. Knowles. She could things. be doing anything in the world and she is doing my hair in the middle of los angeles it was just an incredible moment it was more than what i hoped for it to be like i i knew we were going to be trying out the products did not know miss tina and and that was another thing (laughs) when i said oh miss tina wants to trim my hair like she said so one of the sacred girls was like okay you know um 
just want you to know that Miss Tina does she she does love to trim hair and you can say no like we just want you to know that like you don't have to feel so intimidated you don't have to feel pressured into it. you don't feel like you don't have to feel like you have to do it you can tell us no and you know we'll make sure it doesn't happen and I was like you you bitches better not stand in the way between me and greatness that's what I know y'all better not don't interfere in the plans that God has for my life don't do that don't do that yeah. That lady said she wanted to trim my hair. I'm like, oh, Miss Tina, I don't want you to have to. It's already so late. I don't want you to say she's like, it's not no problem. It's fine. I'm like, well, bitch, somebody plug in her damn blow dryer. <laughs> and the passion. That oh, lady loves incredible. it. Yeah, she does. She loves hair. She is passionate about hair care. You can really tell. And so. Listen, yeah, it was, I love it was the product. They I are giving me my life. I'd really care to hear what, night. you know, those of you girlies who are at home trying yeah, it. Yeah, that's none of my Like, business. this isn't even a hashtag ad, for real. Like, I'm just... No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> so, I'm like, again, we, we talked about the damn uh, perfume. How both of us were like, we're buying the perfume because, duh, girl, whether I mean, we wear it or not. I mean, say noir, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were both wearing it. Yes, <laughs> of course, we I brought my little travel size bottle with party. me to... um. So, but yes, just to put um, a bow on the salon experience, I really had an incredible time. So much and Miss Tina advocated for me to make sure I could take some products back and wash my hair before the next day, which I was extremely grateful for because Negroes know hotel shampoo and conditioner is 9.9 times out of 10. It should be against the law. It should be it criminal. Really should. To, yeah. It should. I think if you like hotel shampoo, your hair must be roughly the same consistency as straw. Like... And that's just not me. That's mm. not how my hair works. That's not how it acts. I did not want to have to do that. So shout out to Miss Tina, to Dr. Carrie, and the oh, entire night. Everyone was so crew over cool. at Sacred. Everyone was so accommodating, so sweet. Um, oh my God. And I got to meet Felicia. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you got to meet Felicia Leatherwood. Who Felicia I Leatherwood, the absolute icon the celebrity natural hairstylist and she was like have we met before and i was like i honestly cannot say for sure like maybe i feel like it's almost impossible that we have it but just in case you know she was she actually had a heart out so we had started to late that she <laughs> right. had to leave <laughs> she was like i don't have time for this so you guys um, have a good night me, but kindly get out of my way thank you oh I my have god a job. i'm so felicia leatherwood please, please, i don't please, have all night to sit here with you <laughs> <laughs> no i love felicia i was you know fortunate yeah, no, she's enough to great. work for her on a rap shit and we got to kiki about hair and i got to mm-hmm. talk to her about how I know the Miami girls to do their hair from time to time. Yeah. And we went through yeah. our ups and downs and I love her so much. So it was like, I didn't even know she was going to be there. So when I walked in and I saw her there, I was just like, oh my goodness. this!" And that yeah. was before we knew who the fuck else was popping up. Right. I was just like, Felicia oh my god, was gosh. just chilling in the dressing room like any other person. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, I'm so, so glad that you're here <laughs> and I get to work with you. And then, surprise, also, yeah. hey, look. Yeah. It was truly an amazing night. So again, thank you to the whole team at Sacred. To Miss Tina, to Dr. Carey, and everybody who made it happen for us. Um, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about the lunch party. Oh, so we're back, and there's more. There's more. There's more. 
There's more. It's hard to believe that we had such an incredible Monday. I mean, literally, I woke up and my first thought was, Miss Tina trimmed my hair. Like, I'm never going to get over it. I had therapy that morning and I told my therapist. <laughs> Can I tell you something? <laughs> because, mind you, we signed NDAs. So sure I'm did. like, Happily. I and I am extremely cautious about, I don't, I don't play around like that. But one thing I know is that a therapist is the one bitch who can't tell. Like, <laughs> so, so I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. Miss Tina is doing my hair like I'm losing my mind. The stylist is coming at one o'clock. Hair and makeup is coming at 3.30 to get me ready for this sacred launch event all white party happening tonight in L.A. What was that morning like for you? Me waking up that morning uh, was quite similar. I woke up. I said, wow. Miss Tina trimmed Crystal's hair. <laughs> Shut up! Then, no, you didn't. <laughs> have you met me? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, I couldn't my stop. Hair. I'm telling she you, put her... she touched me too. I, I fully had her interactions with this lady, but it was special hands. In y'all my hair. bonded. Yeah. You we bonded. did. I really you talked we about did. the South. You told her how much this country era means to you. Like, we did. You, she even asked me if I was from Houston. I'm like, no, ma'am, but thank you for the compliment. Right. Not, You're basically I'm her niece. I, and I felt that way. But like I said, I've, I mean, I've said this for years. Beyonce has always felt like my cousin. And now So this true. just, it just felt so extremely natural. So... So yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you nervous? Were you I was shaking in your so boots? nervous? Two reasons. A, I'm like, okay, so tonight is the launch party. I'm not a big industry party girl. I get social Same. anxiety on a reg anyway. I like my. I'm a homebody. I like my little safe space. I'll yep. go under certain circumstances or some things, but a lot of times the anxiety is too much, and I'm just like, uh, I'll watch it on TV. I'll stream it. Yeah. Um. Right. So, of course, I was already nervous on that level, but then it's like, okay, this is for sacred. It's Beyonce's company. This team is going to be there again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's a possibility that Beyonce might pop up. So I'm just like, girl, don't go there with shit on your face. Brush your teeth. <laughs> Tie your shoelaces. I'm just like, girl, please. Just go there. Be a new just, just melt into the walls. Just be mm-hmm. there. Be present. Enjoy whatever your eyes and ears and maybe taste buds experience. And then take that home to the grandkids that you'll never see. Grand, uh, uh the grandchildren you'll never have? <laughs> gunkles. Whatever. Okay, right. there we go. I'm yeah, be yeah, yeah. Super yeah. gunkle. So that. Yeah. Great gunkle. So I'm already nervous on a regular standpoint, and I hadn't tried on what I was wearing that, mm. that night yet. Yes, nerve wracking. <laughs> so I'm just like, girl, I don't know what is about to happen, but I'm just going to give it up to God. I had the best day ever yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. I had so much fun. This is just a party, right? So it's like, all right, fine. Yeah. Then can I think Candace maybe texts me first. I spoke to Candace, uh, my best friend, and to Alex. And they basically communicated to me. I don't know how they worded it to you, but they were kind of like, oh, you know, they kind of they we spoke to the team and they like wanna highlight you guys when you get to the event. Like, that's what they told me, girl. I'm telling you what they said to me. Nobody told me that 
at all. Ooh, well, it was lies. a lie. And it was a lie. We'll come back. We will come back to the absolute, the amount of treachery and deceit that I can't believe they didn't tell us the same thing and they still got away with it. At least on my wow. end. Wow. You These MS. niggas called me. Oh, <laughs> you guys, they said the chemistry with Miss Tina was so great. They want to, like, you know, really highlight your experience uh, with with the products when you get there. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. there might be some photographers there to take pictures with you, this whole thing. So, da 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 in wow, the process of them saying that to me, absolutely not. That was <laughs> probably just what that. they, because they had to get you to change your flight, right? Which we'll get to. Yes. So I think maybe yes, that's okay. why, because in the process of them telling me that, they were also like, Crystal's changed her flight. We changed our flights for this. Wow. Right? And I'm like, the lies. <laughs> Girl, I'm eating. Because I'm like, I don't even understand the whole the, the the mere fact that I'm involved in this is a dream. So I'm li- uh, me a person I believe to not be wow. super naive. I'm just like right? oh god, same many images. Like I'm just like, bro. Yeah. I thought that they were going to like put us up on literal pedestals with more oh scout magnifiers and be like. <laughs> Here are these two ashy niggas that we did yesterday. See, their hair looks nice. Like, I thought that's what it was giving. So I'm now super dying. I was already dying. But now I'm thinking I have to go to a launch party for Miss Tina and Beyonce's new product and be on display. Yep. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. They told me, because I was scheduled to leave Tuesday night on the red eye, last flight out of L.A., to make sure I got home in time because I could not miss this presentation. Like, I'm not risking my graduation for Beyonce. Love her. She wouldn't want you to. my graduation. And she would, right. She wouldn't want me to do that. So my flight was originally scheduled for Tuesday night. And after we got back from the event Monday, Alex was like, oh, Miss Tina's assistant reached out and said that Miss Tina really had so much fun with you. She felt like y'all really had a connection and she would love to do something with you maybe after the party tomorrow. So can you please switch your flight to like first thing Wednesday instead of last thing Tuesday? And so she, and I was like, okay, girl, yeah, whatever. Like not paying her no mind because famous people, even if, so that was a lie, but famous people do stuff like all that all the time and then change their minds. Sure. So I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And then I got back to the hotel room and Alex texted me and was like, you should be able to change your flight now with no, you know, flight change fee. And I was like, girl, I'll wait to see if this lady actually wants to do something with me because I want to go home. (laughs) And Alex Alex was like, I actually already confirmed that you would stay. So please do change your flight because Miss Tina is depending on you. And I was like, why would Miss Tina want to work with me this bad? She was like, I don't know. She just really loves you. The traitors you have. <laughs> the lies. <laughs> the I traitors. told my therapist, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Apparently, Miss Tina really likes me. She wants me to do something. Like, I told my therapist. I ate it up because she really did seem to like you. And y'all did have chemistry. <laughs> I believe that. Right. I did, too. I did, too. I believed it. I believed it. It was all lies. They said that. It was so all that we lies. would both. <laughs> so. Okay, so that was how our day started with lies. We were both operating under right. deceit. Um, 
<laughs> I I get off with my therapist and I go right back to bed because I'm like, I need to rest yeah. for whatever's about to happen to me today. Yeah. Um, stylist comes, I pick out accessories and dress and all this. They have a hairstylist booked. And that was another thing because they were like, oh, well, you know, we Sacred wants to send a stylist to come do your hair. And I was like, for what? I'm sure Miss Tina, like Miss Tina wants to work with me tonight. I'm sure she wants to see what my natural hair looks like with the products. Like she made sure that they sent me home with products. So I don't think we should have somebody do my hair, like put a braid in or whatever, because Miss Tina wants to see my hair. Like I'm arguing with the niggas who are lying to me. <laughs> Uh, oh my god oh my god but they insisted so i'm like okay i mean i don't have any ideas for hairstyles but sure send a stylist whatever i don't care send a hairstylist with the makeup artist um and yeah so they come she has these ideas for gorgeous styles the first one she showed me i was like perfect let's do that um the makeup artist vicky is doing her thing and so i just started to just kind of like be like you know what Crystal, whatever happens tonight, just go with the flow, whatever it is. Like, just be a part of the moment. Try to enjoy whatever's happening. Like, this is um, an extremely rare opportunity. It's obviously a big deal. They obviously want you here. So try to just get into it. <laughs> so we get ready. We jump in an Uber to come pick up you and Candace. And then the four of us head to the very secret location. Again, Beyonce don't tell you nothing. They had sent out the location like 30 minutes beforehand. They they don't play about shit like that. Um, yeah. And we pull up ready for the sacred launch party. We go inside. They give us different colored wristbands. I know Alex and Candace had red and you and I had yellow. Yeah, they And I remember pink. hearing Alex ask, oh, pink, okay. And I remember Alex asking the girl like, what was the difference between the headband, the wristbands? And she was like, she said something like, oh, at the end of the night, there's just like something like a gift or something that people with certain wristbands get something like that. I didn't hear So I just didn't really think anything of it. You walk in. It's can we talk about this event space for a minute? Yeah, it's a double decker. So which beautiful. I didn't even realize there was like an upstairs when we first walked in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was a lot of really cute shit set up right away. Again, they built another salon in this space yes, that they looks did. They quite had, similar to mm-hmm. the sacred salon we were just at. Yeah, it looked like the Bills, Bills, Bills video, but in neutral tones. And it was oh my gorgeous. God, it it did. did. They had like a, They had like a styling area with like, you know, very typical barber seats and the giant mirrors. They had these giant stacks of silver briefcases that were set up like in this very gorgeous kind of design yeah, manner. Sacred like stuff was everywhere. They had hair dryers. Yes, it there was a lot of places where you sacred? could take pictures. Yeah, Did it, is that what it was? I think it said headliners by Sacred or something when you first walked in. Oh, I don't remember that. Did it? I, I thought yeah. it was just where the girls were giving out the copies of Beyonce's Essence, Essence magazine. magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't remember the headliners because that was the name of the salon <laughs> of her salon. Oh, I believe. Gosh. Okay, no, that makes sense. But um, but yeah, so there's a lot in, going on in that salon area. Fully beautiful. Everyone's gorgeous. Everyone's gorgeous. Immediately, I see all these cele- So there's some celebrities. As soon as we get there, Alex is like, oh, my God, my favorite influencer is here. Like, yeah. 
So it's clearly a moment. They had told us it was going to be intimate, but intimate meaning, you know, like 100 people, which to me sounds like a lot of niggas. But I guess for a Beyonce event, it's not so many. Um, 100 people is a lot of people. Yeah. So we get there, though. We we mingle downstairs for a little while. And I mean, they have a bar it. area downstairs. They have these custom drinks for the event. They have... Mm-hmm. Like wall art, like everything is Instagrammable. It's set up yeah. so that the influencers can have a field day. Yeah. <laughs> it is set up so that, and Alex wanted us to do all this goofy shit. We were like, literally, no, we're not doing no. any of it. You're not getting me in that. You're not getting me under that fake dryer for a fucking boomerang or whatever you want to do. We're not doing that. Um, but then you go to the upstairs area and it's this whole display. Like as soon as you walk in, it's all the products in these giant bottles, fully yes. blown up. Like statues. And they're, go- it's yes, like, just like you said that yeah. they all look like statues. It was literally, I know Miss Tina was like, not this nigga guessing the entire motif for the Ow! party tomorrow, but. <laughs> someone called it a museum. Like it, someone who I, And it did look like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they had little like name tags of all the products. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you go around that corner, there's these three giant circular like podiums kind of in the middle of the room. There's a display in the back of uh, sacred, all the different types of products they use, what they do, that sort of thing. There's another bar. There's a bathroom. Obviously, there's the DJ booth. And then there's just a few tables where you can kind of stand, you know, put your drink down for a second, whatever else. So... They they had shut the doors at, I think, like 7.30 or something and brought everybody upstairs mm-hmm. for the actual event then, to start. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> I was... And that's know, when I started getting... Yeah, I started getting nervous. What about you? <laughs> same. I was also, like... I didn't know what to expect. Like, I didn't know what they were going to do for the event part of itself. You, you know, like, if... I. Again, yeah. I'm. We just had no idea what to expect because it's Beyonce. I'm just. I can't believe yeah. I'm there. People are like, "Oh, you guys look nice." It was just a lot. We're seeing people that yeah. we recognize. Fucking, everyone looks super gorgeous and expensive. I'm just yeah. But mm-hmm. once it was like expensive. Okay, they closed the door. The thing, the, the events about to start. That's when I, I yeah. also got nervous because I'm just like, I don't know what's gonna happen and if it's gonna cause me to have a heart attack or mm-hmm. what. Do you remember being a little hood rat who was trying to hit her vape pen in the middle of the party? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> because I remember being like, mm, there's too many people in here. I need to take my nasal spray, my anti-COVID nasal spray. I don't do that. I don't do big crowds. I don't do parties. So, yeah. <laughs> And I brought my nasal spray with me, baby. I don't play like that. I like mine at home. It's <laughs> an issue. And I don't know. One of my friends, I don't know who, but kind of like tried to duck underneath their white circular Telfar bag and hit their vape and just a cloud of weed smoke came up out of nowhere but who knows who knows how that happened yeah um so but everybody is mixing mingling it's a cute time um you know it's very la so nobody is going up to the obvious blatant celebrities in the room like nobody's being weird as far as i can see Mm -hmm. um Everybody's just kind of chilling. It's a very L.A. party. Very cool. Very cute. DJ was incredible. I'm not sure who was DJing, but shout out to that bitch because I had a good ass time. Yeah, she was I had a good ass time. should have asked yes. her name or something. And then all of a sudden, 
they have like this area that's kind of partitioned off with like these big flowy linens, drapes. It's like this kind of tent area. And then all of a sudden the tent parts and out floats Beyonce Giselle Knows Carter and um, the next Supreme Blue Ivy Carter. When I tell you niggas, 80% of the room moved from where they were to get closer to them. (laughs) It was incredible. Everybody stopped what they were doing, stopped their conversations and immediately moved in that same general direction, which thankfully was across the room from us because I needed y'all to back up because, again, too many people in my space, COVID, like I need y'all to back up. So thankfully they were across the room from us, but. It was like it was like Beyonce walked in and, and there's no spotlight, but it was like a spotlight was on her. And you didn't even see Blue Ivy at first. I didn't. I didn't see her at first like, when oh. she came in. I was about to say, one of y'all, I don't know if it was, I think it was you, because you were the only one I remember facing that direction. Yeah. But someone yeah. was like, oh, there she is. And said it like mm-hmm. very calm. And I turned yeah. oh. and I saw her. Mm-hmm. And I think I turned away. <laughs> because, because I, was like, oh I God, wasn't even here. expecting her to be there. Because it's Beyonce. She could have a party and not show up. All I thought to myself was, obviously, it is a possibility. This lady also has an album coming out in a month. And who knows whatever the fuck. Oh, out. yeah. So oh, she I'm might leave it to her mom to, mm-hmm. you know. Because I think Miss Tina came out first. Did she come out first? I didn't see Miss I didn't see Miss Tina until after I saw Beyonce. Yeah, actually, but I might have saw her after, too. Gorgeous. Fantastic jumpsuit. Beautiful jumpsuit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like... She looked incredible. Uh, my, mm. She mm. was quietly eating Beyonce good. She was like, yes. <laughs> you know. Her and Blue both. <laughs> she Blue was hanging anyhow. out, like, five feet behind her mama. Yeah, And I just casually being... Taller than most of the adult women who were present. That's how I po- I peeped her. You again. You said, said... you don't see blue tall ass? <laughs> you said something to the effect of like, oh, blue is so tall. Or something, something, something like that. And I went... Mm-hmm, taller than me. Blue is here as well. Over. Yeah, you lost it. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, fuck. You have got to be kidding mm-hmm. me. I'm in the same room as all three of these people. Mm-hmm. Yep, we were. But it didn't last for long. It did not last for long. It I saw it comments on the internet being like, oh, Beyonce came in and went around the room and spoke to everybody. That did not happen. Beyonce she... came in. <laughs> that one little spot she was at, she talked to whoever was in that spot. Yeah. And then she was looking around like, okay, time to go. <laughs> and she and her daughter hightailed it to a whole nother side of the room. Um, presumably to take pictures and, you I know, I think they went to go see the decompress. museum part that we were talking about. Where, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The bottle statue. But she definitely, she did not, she, she did she not make no her rounds. I don't know she why y'all thought out, that. Yeah, it was, was not like, that. Oh, mm-hmm. And yeah. And she did her business. Yeah. Then there was a voice, mm-hmm. the, the voice of God or whatever that came up and was like, um, the doll babies are going to be doing a speech. <laughs> they were like, they're going to, oh there's going to be a speech coming up soon. Um, please, for the duration of the speeches, oh God, refrain from recording, refrain from you know any mm. picture taking as soon yeah. as the speeches, and feel free to pull your phones back out and do shoot do it. Mike is passed to listen to that. <laughs> I did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. We did. We did. 
Do you think them hashtag influencers paid attention to that extremely explicit warning? I got to No, they did not. A lot of y'all embarrassed yourselves. Climbing up onto shit, trying Literally to get shots up. of Beyonce. The lady just told you not to record. She did. What are you niggas doing? So, so yeah, she came out. She and Blue came out. They went to go tour or whatever else. So the party happened, in, but it was probably maybe a good 20, 30 minutes in between when Beyonce first came out and then when they did the speeches. So niggas had gotten back to mingling. Mm-hmm. Everybody had kind of relaxed. And I had even asked Alex, like, is it over? Like, did she just pop in and show her face and now she's gone? Because if she's gone, I can also, also be gone. Leave. No shade. Yeah. <laughs> no shade, but I've seen her, so I can go. Right. And so that's when, like you said, the voice of God came on and was like, everybody chill. Um, don't be weird. Don't record while Miss Tina and Beyonce are talking. And y'all did the exact opposite of that. And I was like, see, this is why a lot of you don't get invited nowhere and why Beyonce don't. Not everyone, but a noticeable and unfortunately the, not everybody. Yeah, more than one person <laughs> yeah. said, fuck that. <laughs> like the thing that I and literally on video just camera. listened to. That yep, I just yeah, heard. Yeah. yeah. That happened. So they gave Miss um, Tina started off and introduced Beyonce. And they had these beautiful words about how much sacred means to them, how much hair care means to them. And Beyonce introduced this hair show that really reminded me of the. Um, like Atlanta. Like the. Yes. Like the Bronner Brothers hair expo type thing. Like if you've ever been to. A hair show, it was very much like that. They had all very these bad. different designers, and each designer had two models yeah. that they had done these beautiful hair creations on. That were and, inspired and it was, by the bottles, I think, or the designs? Yeah, inspired by the products, yeah. Okay, so yeah. the the designs of the of each product, they each had a different product mm-hmm. that um, they worked off of yeah. based off that. So it was, I mean, it was called Like a Ball. It was so fun. Sean Wesley so... was there hosting and commentating. Yeah, yes, yes. Incredible story. time. That was Love so him. fun. So I was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't leave before this because this hair show is everything. Like, I'm fully enjoying right. it. Right. Um, so, and that was the point where we could record because Beyonce and Miss Tina were done talking. So we were fully capable and able, allowed to <laughs> record all the parts of that. I'm just saying, because so many of you don't follow the rules. Yeah, we just, yeah. So when you don't get invited again, understand that it's because you don't follow the fucking rules. <laughs> it's so simple. That really pissed me off. I would, like, I, yeah, it was. It, yeah, we asked you to do one thing. They didn't confiscate our phones. They didn't like make us swear to not tell anybody where we were or what we were doing or what it was about. Like all they you walk asked in and they were literally like you take thirsty selfies. bitches. Like, and as soon as they're done talking, you can record some more. Hoes. Oh, my God. Literally give it two minutes. They weren't even up there that long. It pissed me off that people just (laughs) refused to follow the very simple only instruction that they gave us that whole fucking night. But anyway, it was enough to piss me off. If it was up to me, I would have kicked y'all out. I would have kicked y'all out. But it wasn't up to me. Beyonce is a kinder person than I am. Clearly. Um. Yeah, and the and the, so the hair show was really nice. Loved the models, loved the looks. I, it was, it was so fun. Again, energy. reminded me so much of home, having a good time. Um, so then the hair show ends, and it's just you know back to regular party. The the sacred team is walking around with hors d'oeuvres, and you know there's champagne. People are going to the bar to get drinks, 
Everybody's having a good time, et cetera, et cetera. And then what happened, friend? And then, um, then we were both like, hey, great night, gorgeous night, beautiful night. Um, so a Can car? A car? <laughs> After the hair show, I was like, I think technically I can still make it to the airport. <laughs> you have to understand, we're, like, I'm still dying that I'm even there. And like, right. I'm like praying for the moment that I can go home and unpack all of this emotionally and be like, oh my gosh, yes. I can be a part of this. Yes. Was there. She was so gorgeous. Blue was there. Oh my gosh, she's perfect. Oh my God. Tina, what Miss Tina was wearing. Oh my goodness, she's so gorgeous. Oh my God. With Beyonce spoke oh and she said, thank you for coming out in the rain. She's just, we were experiencing mm-hmm. the same weather as her. Oh my God. Like, uh, I was just ready to go <laughs> home and like freak out about everything that had taken place over the past two days. Same. So same. Then, I wasn't ready to go because, you know, I don't care. It was because I was so overwhelmed by the experience. Overwhelmed. And, yes. Before we move on to the the huge part of this experience, I just want to say when Miss Tina walked in, I did almost want to be like, oh, Miss Tina, do you still want to like hang out tonight? Or do you still want to do our little whatever we're supposed to be doing tonight? Like, can you imagine if I had embarrassed myself like that because of Alex and her life? And see, this is why you have to be careful with words. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> at this point we're both ready to go yeah and just freak we out are because it's be... been it's been too much and we're ready to yes we're ready to go be crazy somewhere in private yes and that's and when Alex of... is like oh let me just you know hit them up hit the sacred and see people if it's okay for us to leave yeah let me text and see that see if you know if they need anything lies. more from you before you go lies it was all lies <laughs> and i'm like okay fine like i'm literally gonna pee on myself but like go ahead like you know i'm as soon as as if they're done great i don't want to leave before they need anything else so fine yeah, I want to say we were staying there for like I had already solid went to the bathroom and washed minutes. my hands. <laughs> I did too. I yeah, had. it wasn't that long. I had to because people kept shaking my hand. I'm like, oh, I don't do this. COVID. Mm-hmm. No, so I had to go. Bathrooms also, just FYI, completely matching the decor, utterly gorgeous. Like they they really left no stone unturned in the planning of this party. Sacred but... was printed on the elevator. <laughs> like it, it was every... so gorgeous. gorgeous. So, yeah, it wasn't that long after the hair show ended that one of the girls, I think it was Ruth from Sacred, shout out to Ruth, um, came up to the table and was like, you two, come with me. And I think that is when my vagina just detached itself from my body. A tiny bit of And I just left it right there. Just the small, I had had maybe a tiny Just a little sploosh. Um, (laughs) And so she walks us back behind oh these beautifully draped curtains that mm-hmm. have been lining the yeah clearly private area not for regular niggas <laughs> so we walk past these curtains and she's like stand right here and it's like right against a wall and there's an open mm-hmm. door right there as well and you turn to me and you're like that's what i think 
happening? Act like is it happening? And I was is like, I was like, girl, this is probably just the line for the bathroom. No, and girl, I grabbed your hand because I knew that <laughs> you that did. Was you grabbed my hand. You did. <laughs> you knew that was a lie. But the step, remember, the step and repeat was down the hallway. Yes. So I'm thinking maybe they want maybe they're going to let us take pictures with the step and repeat. Yes. So we're there for maybe a minute or two. I'm shitting. Yeah. And then yeah. your eyes again, weren't even I'm open. So sorry. I bit like I don't even remember who among the team said, "Okay, come on in, come in here into this mm-hmm. open doorway, yeah. into this private dressing area." Quite literally, probably the largest dressing room I've seen or been inside of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And gorgeous. Decor, again, fully matching the rest of the party. Gorgeous white couches everywhere. Everything is beautiful. And we walk in. Immediately, camera bulbs start going off. Lights are flashing. And right there. And right in front of us. In both of her heels, all of her might, and each square inch of her beauty stands the one the only beyonce Mm -hmm. and a grinning a smiling cheerful charming beyonce smiling being cheerful and charmful in our direction (laughs) waiting for us to enter the room yes and smile directly at us The next few minutes of my life um, scattered I, emotionally, yeah. mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think I dipped in and out of this experience. Mm-hmm. We both received hugs. We did immediately. And she said, it's so good to finally meet y'all. In person. In person. I'm like, excuse me. What are you? What do what these, is, what are what you do these exactly words mean in American English? What the fuck are you trying to say to me right now, madam? Finally, meet me. What meet me? <laughs> what exactly are you saying to me directly today? Let it be said before moving on too quickly. Okay. Blue Ivy is sitting right at like a vanity, not like mere mm-hmm. feet away, in like a director's chair, Instantly right to the left, like. Immediately, did oh, not give one damn about it. Okay, us. that's happening. But Looked she and kept walking. <laughs> saw us and heard our names and was present to also hear our voices. The one and only Blue Ivy Carter, director, mm-hmm. choreographer, producer, uh, creative manager of Beyonce, director of photography, mm-hmm. agent, publicist, um, yes. trainer. She mm-hmm. knows. CFO, she is that we exist. Well, I mean, she may have immediately forgotten it. Oh no, I, I don't. I didn't say she remembers. <laughs> but but for a second, somewhere in me her in my mind, bank, <laughs> there's an experience that contains us. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, Stan, our new supreme, but I'm losing my mind internally because Beyonce is reaching out to hug me and talking about how happy she is to meet me. And then in my peripheral, I see cousin Angie on one of the couches and she is fully grinning. She's looking like, yeah, you niggas are having your moment. And congratulations, niggas. Like Like for her to know that this (laughs) means something to us 
must yeah, mean she does. that you know <laughs> even a fraction of something, Just something about to, me right? and how do you? How is that? How do you know me, though? How have you heard of me? That doesn't make sense. Did we step through like a multiversal port? Did, are we in another reality, <sighs> Doctor Strange? Miss Yvette is over there, like, literally jumping up and down, clapping her hands. I don't think anybody's happier for us than <laughs> Miss Yvette is. And so, do you want to tell the people what happened for you when that I when we walked in the door? I don't think I do. Okay. Well, you don't have to. You know, it's your story. Huh. Listen. I have always said to myself, if for whatever reason, God rolled the dice one day and said, you, you get to be, meet this person. I was always like, girl, don't cry. Don't freak out. Do not make this lady uncomfortable. You be a, a normal, upright human being. You say, I appreciate you so much. I'm so inspired by you. You're the artist of my life. What happened instead is that my emotions went haywire. I was crying, but I was also fighting mm. to make sure that tears didn't come out because I didn't want to be red-faced and fuck up my makeup in front of this lady. I just was mm. like, Whew. but I don't know if words came out of my face i think mm-hmm. so what mm-hmm. i do remember and this is why i appreciate you and what we've built together without me even sharing what i just said to you you were great i mean i shouldn't have been shocked you handled the Miss Tina thing expertly um <laughs> but you were just like wow uh, it's such an, an honor to meet you. Uh, I was just talking about how when your mom did our, my, uh, my hair yesterday and she was, I, it, it reminded me of being in a hair salon with my mom when I was a kid and visiting Texas and you're just the artist of my lifetime. You like, you did it. And meanwhile, I was there like, <laughs> like, I was like, I, yeah, I remember she went to hug you and you were weeping and she was like, come on now. <laughs> oh my God. So I I'm do like remember stumbling over my words, at one shaking. Point. <laughs> I didn't even recall this until the next day. But be- you starting the conversation about the hair and stuff. I do remember mm-hmm. the next day that I did say to her, like, the thing that I loved the most about the experience was I had just cut my hair. Like, I grew my hair off for the first time last year, mm-hmm. and I just didn't know how to take care of it. And I cut it all off. Like, when I figure out how to properly treat my hair, whatever to put in it, what not to put in it, then I'll go on this hair journey again. And then, mm-hmm. randomly, this weekend, they're like, hey, you want to go on a hair journey with Beyonce's new product? So, and I didn't I even do. say that many words, but I do remember saying to her, like, this is right on time because I was trying to learn how to mm-hmm. use, you know, treat my hair anyway. And she was like, the products really work. Like, they really 
work. Like, we like, bullshitting you, girl. <laughs> she was like, oh, you got the Miss... She was talking to you. She was like, oh, you got the Miss Tina treatment, huh? Or you got... What did she say? You got the Miss Tina... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something. I'm not going to say. Okay. That's my private business. Yeah, you had like a conversation. <laughs> no, I will say, like, we... So you were, you needed a minute, clearly. A couple. And so Miss Yvette was like, you know, tell her about your experience at the salon. And so that's what I was doing. She had to prompt us because we were kind of spiraling a little. I was looking at the floor, (laughs) I think. Oh, what an embarrassment. She had to prompt us. So, you know, I was telling her yesterday being in the salon with your mama was like being in the salon with my 80s when I was growing up. And I did say, and your mama trimmed my hair. And that's when she said, oh, you got the Tina trim. And she started cracking up. And that's when I knew, oh, you're not special. Miss Tina will cut anybody's hair. If you are around Miss Tina and there's a sink and some shampoo, she will offer to trim your hair. I just want y'all to know that. Like, I was not, that was not like exclusive or special to me at all. Because the fact that Beyonce was like, oh, it's the Tina trim. It's like, oh, yeah, there's a name for it. This is how often her mama goes to cut other people's hair. Like, she just does this. So it was a lot of, that, you know, just kind of talking about how much fun I had at the salon, how much it reminded me of home and how excited I was for her country area era as a girl from Oklahoma who has loved her so much, who loved Daddy Lessons when it came out, has been waiting for her to keep going with this. And yeah, I did mention that, you know, I wanted to make sure that I told her that she was the artist of my lifetime. And I was just so honored um, and so grateful that she kept putting her work out into the world and kept doing her thing because her music meant so much to me and has really done so much for me. Like I'm not bullshitting and the people who listen to this show know this, but Beyonce is legitimately my favorite artist of all time. And so I just want to put that into perspective. Like your favorite artist of all time could be a local girl who has 50 fans. It don't matter if that person has made the music that has resonated with you the most that you really connect with, to have that person not only want to meet you, to have their team like put forth the effort to make sure you're in a room where she can meet you because she wants to meet you and then completely validating you, telling you like, like she, she, we're saying you like, we're so honored to meet you. And she's like, no, I'm honored to meet y'all. And it's like, no, bitch, that's not how this works. What are you talking about? actually impossible and i don't i she called me beautiful twice she called me beautiful twice (laughs) um (sighs) yeah so that happened um i'm freaking i want to vomit she was so beautiful she was so kind she was gorgeous she She was so sweet amazing of course. Her, 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 she was dressed impeccably. Her hair's great. Her smile, her energy, entire room, like, mm-hmm. uh, except for blue. The entire room was excited for us. <laughs> yeah, blue again. I'm pretty sure she was back on her phone at that point, but everybody Which else was, was really like, hyped for us. <laughs> ideal for me. Blue Ivy. Yeah, don't look at me. Being a regular 11 year old girl. Yeah, she was a regular child. Interest. Mm-hmm. I will take that. The entire experience a was otherworldly. It was. They had, and at some point, I guess, I, I believe, again, it was Missy Vet who was like, oh, you know, okay, well, like, come, let's take a picture. She, 
I believe she yeah. was like picked. She for had to orchestrate the whole thing. Yeah, she she had to because honestly, we I mean, we had had what I felt like was more than enough time with Beyonce, and it couldn't have been more than five or six minutes. But I felt like. You know, she kept talking to the both of us. And when she talks to you, she looks you right in your eyes. Directly like into both Holding on to your hands. She's the most beautiful. Oh, my God. It's cr- it sounds wild to say this, but Beyonce is more beautiful in person than she is in photos. To be that close to her, I'm like, you don't. You honestly don't understand what your music has meant to me, the situations that your music has gotten me through. And the way I resonate with you as an artist is just so important. It means so much to me. And she was just so gracious and so kind. It was, you could not ask for a nicer experience of meeting your absolute favorite artist of all time. No exceptions. Like you could not have asked for a better moment. And for me, it was twofold because it's like, not only do I get to meet you, but like, I didn't have to stalk you to meet you. I didn't have to pay to meet you. I didn't have to. I mean, no, it matters to me that Beyonce wanted to meet me. Like, that is a level of external validation that I have never received in my life from somebody that I respected so much and looked up to so much for somebody like Beyonce to be like, I see you exactly as you are. I see your value. I see your worth. I appreciate you. I love what you do. I want you to keep going. I'm so proud of the both of you. Like the things she said to me. It was an incredible night. And then, yes, Miss Yvette was like, okay, let's take a picture. Like everybody, you know, get your shit together. I didn't Time even to take a photo. That photographing could be a, a, a part of this experience. Right. I didn't even realize like some of the influencers, I guess there's a few people who got to meet her and they had their phones out. They had people recording. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Like I was fully just in the moment with Beyonce. I was not thinking about like, hey, girl, can we take a selfie? Which, you know, in hindsight, I guess I should have. But mm-hmm. I was just I was just so focused on that moment and being able to really talk to her about like just yeah just what she meant to me and how much fun I had at the salon what a great time I had at the salon with the products and all that but just more importantly this incredible black woman being such an innovative incredible artist and constantly changing the game constantly one up in herself and just serving as such a huge inspiration and a source of pride for me. Like, I'm just so glad that I got the chance to say that to my favorite artists of all time, because most people don't. Yeah. Most people don't get the chance to be that close to their faves and to say the things that I got to say to her. So I was just so overwhelmed with gratitude. We walked out of, we walked out of that dressing room and back to our table. And I, I think I was still in a state of shock. Like, I managed to get through it, but I remember saying, I need to get back to my hotel room. I need to be alone so that I can really sit with what just happened to me. Because it's a lot. Yeah. Once we got out of the room is when I fully cried. Like, that's when it was like, fuck the makeup. Fuck that I got all white on. Fuck uh, whatever. <laughs> and I didn't really even want to. It was more so just that, like, hmm. <sighs> I attempted to take my life nearly a year ago. Mm. And 
I'm still learning from that experience. I think I'm still growing from it. I think I'm still healing from it. And so there's something that I don't know I can describe yet besides saying that it is powerful about um, living through an experience like that and then having a moment that is so indescribably joyful and such a blessing and so Mm -hmm. uh, emotionally monumental. Um, and I thought about every single person who has listened to this show, shared the show with people, um, quoted stuff, Mm -hmm. um, gone through like the ups and downs, missed weeks, late weeks, good weeks, bad weeks, all of the things that um, people have afforded us by hearing us literally and metaphorically and seeing us and sharing with us and relating. And for that to be an experience that I, I said the next day that I felt like, or maybe yesterday, I felt like, our listeners like crowd surfed us into that room. <laughs> well, because I have, sh- I've been sharing my love for this lady since YouTube. We have talked about her being the greatest since the beginning of this show. Uh, and, and before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously our, our fandom started way before 11 years ago, but yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about like, the Bills, Bills, Bills video mm-hmm. comes on and I'm in my grandmama's family room with my cousins, Crystal and Janelle. Like, I'm Beyonce. I don't know what y'all can sing yeah, or know. dance, whatever part you want to do, but it's me, mm-hmm. I'm Beyonce. Like, forever ago. Yeah. So, um, touching her hand at Revel because I knew what spot she would be at on stage when Halo came on. <laughs> Um, still iconic sitting outside a park wood hoping that maybe she would show her face one day like all of that is just I bought a pit ticket for formation I sat I not sat because there's no chairs in the pit I stood outside for like what nine ten hours Mm. to be in the pit the closest possible space to the stage to Beyonce like I that is how much this woman's musicianship and her artistry has meant to me. It's just to have all of that, that I feel for her reflected back to me individually, personally, like you, Crystal. Yes. I'm talking to you, you bitch who have been so hard on yourself and so mean to yourself and never cut yourself any fucking slack. I Beyonce am so happy to meet you and I'm so glad you're here and I'm so thankful for your existence. That means I can't even tell you. (laughs) I just um, I can't even tell you. Woo, yeah, Beyonce knows who I am. <laughs> Beyonce feel, knows who I am for real. She really does. So I just feel like grateful, and um, it was like a great experience, and very emotional, and awesome. One thing that I always like 
found personal motivation in when it comes to her and like my fandom it, and i've said this a million times is her work ethic i can't sing and dance mm-hmm. and do all the other shit i'm not a bad bitch mm-hmm. but one thing i can do or at least aspire to do is to work as hard and to find love and passion in the work that i do that's something i've always even it's been freakish to me how much this lady works how hard this lady works how much she seems truly truly enjoy it and so i mean if you followed this podcast or anything that i do then you probably know how serious i take my work even though it's very unserious and how uh hard i am on myself a lot of times when it comes to my work um, but it's because I enjoy doing it and it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I find or have always found a lot of that reflective in this person that I look up to, aside from I, me believing that she's the best at all the things she does. Of course. Which she, I mean, she is. She is. Um, so being in that space with her... And being, like, requested to be in that space with her. Yes. The fact that and, they they conspired to make sure that I could be in that room because Beyonce wanted to meet me. That is, that is a true statement. That is a true statement. I'm not... I'm not being a stan. I'm not being ridiculous. Oh, Beyonce is my cousin. Huh? Like, I'm not being ridiculous. Beyonce, that is real. That really happened to me. So yeah. I'm a different bitch now. I'm a different bitch now. Yeah, I am. It was a great event. Really fun week. Um, I'm excited to continue using the products as, again, y'all know, I would have done regardless of whether or not mm-hmm. they asked me to Same. be a part of it or spit at the mere mention of my yeah. name. So um, that was great. But again... Girl, it happened. It couldn't have been more magical. Well, it could have been better. I could have spoken um, English. <laughs> and I could have acted like an adult human being when it took place. But I think it's fine. Um, thank you so much to Miss Yvette Noelsher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank, thank you to Parkwood, Sacred. Messina, mm-hmm. Beyonce, Blue for putting Blue it all Ivy together. for not kicking us out immediately. Um, Angie for the silent moral support that you gave us in the background. Yeah, that meant a lot. Thank you to the DJ again because the vibes were immaculate. Um, Alex, even though you lied to me blatantly to my face multiple times, you did it for a good reason. And and so we right after we left that dressing room, after we met Beyonce, we went out and debriefed like at the table for like just a few minutes. And then the it was the DJ or somebody got on the mic and was like, okay, you don't have to go home, but you do have to leave here. Like the party is over. And so we're making our way downstairs. These giant silver briefcases that I mentioned earlier that were part of the decor. They're actually for everybody, I think with a yellow wristband to take one home. And it's yeah. basically like a, a PR box of the products or whatever. Um, and it's still raining, but I just remember we got in the elevator to head back downstairs and you just... You were having a moment, friend. You were. Yeah, I was, was crying probably until I got home. Yeah. Because like I said, it yeah. means it's not just meeting like my favorite artist and it being so great and her being so kind and 
warm and everybody making the experience so like personal and memorable it's like what it means like i've mm. worked really 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 hard for a long time um with it, you know as much shit as i've talked and uh as much shit as i would do differently um my intent has always just been smiles and sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, like, it's not even, like, <laughs> she's the artist. Like, like people don't yeah. have access she's to She's the celebrity individual. celebrity. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, the girl, like, A-listers line up at award shows for to an opportunity her. to see yes. her speak to her possibly yes. take a picture. Yes. And just yes. based off of the strength of whatever ghetto bullshit that you and I do have done, um, <laughs> we were permitted <laughs> an opportunity yeah, to just we were. speak to her and take a picture with her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just was like a reminder that you never really know what life mm-hmm. has in store and some stuff's That's worth true. sticking around for and Amen. like yeah there's just like more mm-hmm. so it wasn't just like <sighs> oh my god i met the birth my my fave and and she was so great it was that times like this new perspective on life which is still trying me don't get me wrong but like Mm -hmm. being able even we met miss tina like i said the emotions that were running through my body were almost unfamiliar and like excitement and gratitude that i was feeling was had felt like so far from away from me Mm -hmm. it was just this explosion of just like life being good to you and yeah and feeling like it's earned not random like it is earned Mm -hmm. like we worked for that opportunity even not feeling even though we might not even feel like we deserved it we worked Mm -hmm. for it and we earned it and there's just something so 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 beautiful about that to me you know how i was when we met trina you know how I Oh yes. Oh yes. When Missy shouted us out, we got to go to the fucking VMAs. And we got to go to the VMAs. Yeah, that was huge. Mm-hmm. So like this is already like emotions. It was and huge. Stuff that, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it the last couple of years have been so hard and and like trying and your my mind my mind sometimes likes to tell me what's the point what are we even still doing here girl like just end it you did a couple of cute things so then life is just like hey girl beyonce wants to talk to you so what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) yeah i don't know it just made me like come home and outside of freaking out about that it's just like I want to like 
I want to live and I want to be old and I want to like make stuff that matters. Um, And like, I want to feel that I can better go to war with that part of me that lies Mm -hmm. and destroys. Um, So some people who don't really, you know, maybe pop stars or celebrities or whatever is not really your thing, fully get it. Most of them are crazy and awful. (laughs) True. um, Extremely true. There's a beauty past just like mere taking a Mm -hmm. picture with a celebrity, you know, and that's just, that's really what Mm -hmm. makes me so emotional about it. But also we got to fucking meet Beyonce and she's sickening and we love the products (laughs) Mm -hmm. and nobody can take that away from us. And that's fucking fire. So, yeah, there's, I mean, so like I said earlier, there's the issue of, you know, Meeting your favorite artist and your favorite artist could be anybody. Anyone. It could be somebody that is not even remotely famous. And it could be any kind of art, you know, music, movies, TV shows, like literally, you know, right. Any kind of artist, any kind of creative can be your favorite creative. The opportunity to not only tell them how much their art means to you, but to have them reflect that back to you. It's so unique and so special and it's something I'm really trying to hold on to and really trying to feel because I think part of the reason I was able to get through meeting Miss Tina and Beyonce as calmly and coolly as I did is because there's a part of me that has fully disconnected me from the joyful things in life and I don't really feel them anymore because I've learned that accepting joy also means accepting pain and I try not to do that. So. You know, the part of me that has rehearsed a million times what I would do if I met these people, she fully kicked in and took over for the night. And that's why I kept saying in the car on the way home, like, I need to get to this hotel room. I need to be by myself. I need to wash my face. I need to take my hair down, take a shower and just decompress. Think about what just happened to me. And also, I have a presentation tomorrow, (laughs) so I need to go open this fucking laptop and get back to work. I have shit to do. (laughs) I'm somebody's therapist, you know, my clients, they're not, I don't, I'm not, they're not asking these questions. This is none of their fucking business. You know, they're coming to talk about whatever they have going on. Mm -hmm. I was doing my presentation Wednesday night in class and thinking, none of you people know that 24 hours ago I was talking to Beyonce, like (laughs) me and Beyonce in a room having a conversation. Now I'm sitting here doing this with y'all. But yeah, like I got back to the hotel And as much as I'm like thinking about everything and trying to process how I feel and, you know, running everything through my own emotions and my own knowledge as a mental health counselor, I'm also fully doing my work because I have responsibilities and I have shit to get done. So it just and honestly, that felt very Beyonce of me. I was like, Beyonce would come home from an event and then get started on the next shit she has to do, you know, like. So, um, like I said, I'm a new bitch. Things are very different now. Um, The thing about it is nobody, none of you are allowed to talk to me in any way that's not nice because Beyonce talked to me nice. So every, I'm so sorry to the dykes of the world. She just made it that much harder for y'all. 
the the bar has been raised. I'm not texting nobody back. Okay. I might get a new phone number. Like things are different now. Things are different now. They are. And I'm just so grateful for the opportunity. So I just want to say again before we head out, thank you so much to Beyonce, everybody at Sacred, everybody at Parkwood um, for coming together and working so hard to make this happen because we are just two little ghetto gay hood rats, but that meant everything. It really, it meant more than I was even able to articulate in that moment. So thank you. You thank you, thank you. The Caribbean Miss Yvette, you are that girl, period. You're so (laughs) Period. Thank you so much for letting us be a part of this. Yes. Girls, we fucking met Beyonce. The read and Beyonce happened. We can just shut this show down. I'm just like, what else? What else else is there to talk about? Next week, we're still talking about, oh, Monique said something stupid. Oh, Chris Brown's a dumbass. Like, okay, that's what we're supposed to do now? Feels like the series finale. (laughs) (laughs) Let me stop before people get up there. (laughs) No, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. So, um, yeah, any other We got it, I don't have anything <laughs> the fuck else to say. Yeah. 10 out of 10 week. Thank you. Uh, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody. Even all you motherfuckers who uh, saw Crystal's IG story or saw my picture on IG. On that I didn't even, didn't even tag Sacred, didn't even have none of the branding in the video. And y'all Ten figured minutes it out later, extremely it was fast. <laughs> Legendary <laughs> beehive member. Excuse me. I'll take that. I'm not mad at being a legendary. Yeah, I'll take that. But I was shocked at how quickly y'all figured it Second. out. I'm like, damn, I didn't even. <laughs> Seconds. Yes. Uh, thank you Thanks all for so much for your support for over the last 11 years. Yes. Thank you all for being happy for us. Um, and so many people are like, I feel like I'm at Beyonce. Which is so <laughs> and weird. Just... But like, you I know, guess I get it. I thought it. Yeah, now that I have met Beyonce and I've had this moment with her, I get why people feel that way. I do. I get it now. It's something that I didn't fully understand until now. Mm-hmm. And so people say things like that. Normally, I would have been like, are y'all OK? But now it's like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I understand. I really do. When somebody's art resonates with you that much, you can really feel that way and we have to accept that the thing we have done for the past 11 years means a lot to a lot of people and that's so important to me so special and sacred to me so thank you all so much again um that wraps up this week's episode of the read facebook twitter you know uh the uh, social media at this is the read um surely oh no of course not there's nothing else no 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 it's fine right um shop the read.com for merch um yeah, I would say we'll see y'all next week, but this might be the last episode. Honestly, so maybe we will, maybe knows, we won't. Girl, because at this <laughs> who point, knows? Who knows? What else is there to say to y'all? My voice, <laughs> these vocal cords. Oh my goodness. But I can't, I don't know. I don't know the price in this economy. The dress that I met Beyonce in, I'm never laundering it. You hugged me. You were like crying on my shoulder in the elevator, and I have this giant brown mark on the I'm right sorry. shoulder now. <laughs> That's fine. I'm never cleaning that dress. It smells like Say Noir and Beyonce, which is, you know, partially Say Noir, but still. Yeah. it That is the dress I met Beyonce in. I'm never cleaning that. It's going in plastic on a hanger in the back of my closet for the rest of my life. So, yeah, I guess that's that's it for me. Well, I'm going to watch Kelly Rowland's new movie. Oh, yes. Let's do that. Maybe we'll talk about that next yeah, time. Yeah, why not? we come back. 
All right, hoes. Take care of yourselves. Yay! Bye. Bye. We love you all so much.